0: Three, two, one. Hello all, I hope you're all well. I am very well at the minute. Uh, fuck man, it's been a tough week. It has been a tough week. I'm currently recording this Monday, 1.32pm, uh, the 19th of February, 2018. This will go up tomorrow morning. I don't know, geez, I don't even know what time we're going to have to upload it at because uh, Apple has started not uploading my podcast as frequent or oh, pardon me as fast as they used to so I used to just be able to go through my podcast host and they do it pretty much straight away but apparently they don't really do that anymore it takes a bit longer can take up to 2 hours now so that's not really ideal but you know I suppose it's just got to get done if I want to get it up at a reasonable time for everyone so man I got to say it's been a stressful week um fucking after remember I said last time I said my dog was perfect Uh, That was recorded on the Wednesday. On the Thursday morning, she was a little bit sick. So I know everyone's probably thinking that we're neglectful dog parents. We're not. So we took her to the vet a couple of hours later just because, you know, I think it's important to have peace of mind pretty much straight away. Um, I would never assume that I knew anything about animals and what they need to do. There's a reason why you have to go to uni for however long... um, And then specialize after that to be a vet. So we took her to the vet and she just had gastro. So (laughs) all of that and she was just a little bit unwell. Because apparently dog's gastro is going around right now. So really nothing to worry about. She's been on the chicken and rice diet. She's been going very well. She's all back to normal now. So uh, as of that, as of now, I think it's been about four days. And she's been perfect ever since. So... That's going well. I'm happy about that. I got, but I swear for those of you who have be- have pets or have had pets, it really is stressful. I reckon when your dog is or dog or cat or whatever the fuck you have, um, isn't it a hundred percent? You know you always want them to be at a hundred percent, and you just feel like shit when they're not. And um, I get anxious pretty easily, so definitely got I definitely my anxiety has been. Um, like I don't actually say it as in anxiety condition. I just mean like I've been a lot more, you know, on edge and a bit more nervous uh, over the last few days. But or pardon me, over the last I want to say week or so. But uh, either way, it's improved now. I feel great. Uh, my dog feels great. She's just downstairs. And thought I'd hop on the podcast, talk about a couple of things. I'm not really um, too sure what I want to talk about this week. Um, I know what I'm going to talk about today, but in terms of for the next episode, I was thinking about doing a a super rugby um, predictions kind of thing, because I think the super rugby season starts this week, and I think it'll be a pretty cool thing. So I think possibly a super rugby predictions kind of episode, it'll probably be, only be about 10 minutes long. I don't think there's too many teams that I actually need to analyze in depth, um, but I think it's... Uh, gonna be a decent Super Rugby season. I'm looking forward to it uh, for the first time in a very long time. I think I'll actually watch it. I haven't watched rugby properly in about four years, um, but I guess but that's just because it occupied so much of my so much of my time when I played. Um, so now I guess I can enjoy it for the season <laughs> that I'm not playing, and then it'll be back to normal uh, when I when I go back to playing because I don't think anything can occupy my time that much. Uh, so yesterday, you know, speaking of that, yesterday got back into back into the boots, back into the rugby boots for God must be the first time in about six months. Went for a kicking session. Did just did some uh, did some skills work, kicking and uh, some line out throwing, and it was very very warm. It was probably about I want to say about thirty two degrees, and it was dead. You know, there was no breeze whatsoever, not even a hot breeze. It was very still heat. And I actually got a pretty bad headache from dehydration afterwards, even though I took my electrolytes. Um, so I ruled out the gym session after that. I thought, you know, there's it'd be stupid to go and lift weights on on a headache. You know, that's definitely not something you want to do. Um, and I think, I think as I've grown up, I've sort of just come to the conclusion that sometimes you've just got to give yourself the day off. Um, and I did get a good workout in when I was running around and playing rugby. And, that's one thing I actually wanted to say is just how light on my feet I felt. You know, I genuinely, I felt like a, um, you know, like a, a little Russian ballerina. I just felt so light on my feet. I felt really, really great. Um, and I think it's partly due to the, I've sort of gone through a bit of a body recomposition phase in terms of, I used to be very top heavy. You know, I used to have quite a big upper body and not a great lower body in terms of strength and power and even size on my lower body. I didn't have great size on my lower body. Um, but that's something I've rectified over the last probably six to eight months. And I've really upped my frequency of my lower body training and specifics as well. So trying to get stronger, faster, more powerful. Um, and I'm not really too worried about having, you know, being that big anymore because, you know, everyone seems to be wanting to get big. When when you're like me and being, you know, just putting on size is easy. And like, look, I I walk around and easy. I could bump up. I could get up to 120 in three months. Easy. 120 at a similar body fat. Easy. Uh, I just put on size that easily. So if I was to actually try and force feed myself, I could easily get up to 120. But, you know, trust me, anything over about 105 to 110 is you know it's pretty hard on the joints. It's hard. Um, your breathing gets a bit heavier. That's why I'm such a I'm such an advocate of conditioning when you do weight training. Um, because I think they need to work together. You can't just do oh you know I'm putting on size. I'm not going to do any conditioning or any cardio. You've got to. I think you have to do cardio or conditioning in the um even when you're putting on size. Uh, because it's just gonna make everything a lot easier you, and you're gonna feel better and that's the main most important bit. Um, but yeah I just felt so light on my feet and I can only um, I can only really assume that's because of how my power has really increased so I'm no, I'm more efficient on my feet now I'm not I don't have to exert as much energy into each step which I felt really good about I felt yeah really light on my feet uh, really explosive. And my kicking was pretty decent um, for having not kicked in about... Well, I got injured at the end of last season and I didn't take a kick for probably five or six weeks before. I mean, uh, after that injury. And then I, I had one game back and that was it. So I want to say, geez, I want to say I haven't kicked in probably about seven or eight months. Uh, very, very happy with my kicking performance. You know, still knocking them over from the sideline. I did miss a couple I was probably kicking at only about 60% yesterday. I normally, you know, my kicking practice sessions are probably around 80% or, or higher, really. And, you know, it, but it is what it is. You know, first session back and you and I'm still knocking them over from the sideline. I can't really, you can't really get too upset about that. Uh, and I felt really powerful. They felt really light. I was barely hitting them and they were just gliding through and you know, going very high and I think I've got to work sort of on my distance in terms of, I can get them very high. Um, sorry, I can get the kicks very high, but the distance is probably, it's probably inefficient with the distance. So if I can, you know, hit them a bit lower and then they can go further effectively. They won't have to arch over so much. They can sort of just go through and then arch lower. Um, but that makes sense, I guess. So, geez, I've been rambling a bit. We're already nine minutes in, um, but I hope you're all doing well. Uh, that's just sort of a quick update on what I've been doing, and I swear it feels really good just to have everything back to normal. I go back to uni um, in a in a week. A week today, actually. I go back to uni, so you know I've got to get my books for that. I've got to. am you know I've got to start. Set, I've got to set myself a goal for uni. I think I'm going to aim for. I was able to do it last semester for no passes, um, just things higher than that. So either credits or distinctions or God bless high distinctions. Uh, and I think last semester, I think I got two distinctions and two credits. so I think that's a pretty attainable goal. Obviously, first year is easier than um, first year is easier than second year, obviously. But I think, you know, it's attainable. Why not? I've definitely got the time. I've got a pretty good timetable this semester. I've got two classes on Monday, uh, one on Wednesday, and then a an online. So that's pretty good, especially I'm really happy with the online sort of topic uh, or subject because it just gives me a lot of flexibility with when you can do it. You can really do it whenever. And I think that's a really helpful thing because often... If you're in class, whether it's school or uni or TAFE or wherever the fuck you go, often you can find that the work, you know, the actual content of work you have to get through is, say, 40 minutes worth, but you're in a two-hour class. That's where online subjects can become really useful because you can just plug through that 40 minutes and then be done with it. Whereas, you know, I used to have a three-hour finance class. And it was definitely worth it. Um, and I actually ended up with, I think I ended up with a distinction in finance. So I definitely don't regret putting my effort. No, it was a credit. It was a, I ended up with a credit in finance. Um, No, actually was it? I think it was a distinction. Fuck, I can't, I can't remember, whatever. It doesn't matter. Or it was, a, it was a pretty high credit, if that makes sense. Um, One of the other, one or the other. And I just felt that going to that class every week and making the commitment that this was a hard class. So I was going to go to the class and get the work done and pay attention and answer the questions uh, and really pay dividends for myself. I really, really felt that, you know, showing up, showing up is 80% of the battle. I I truly believe that, you know, it's the hardest thing is, you know, you get that anticipation anxiety when you're nervous to do something. Maybe it's, You know, you have to go to sports training, or you go to school for the first day, or uni for the first day, or you start a new job. The hardest bit is showing up. You know, that's the hardest bit. When you're done, show when you actually show up, the task isn't that difficult. But when you show up, you're there and you're ready to go. And I feel like that's just that's the problem: is showing up is a nerve wracking thing because you know you have to drive there. Most likely, you have to drive there, or you have to commute there. <sighs> Pardon me, had to yawn. Yep, you, you know you have to get there, and then you've actually got to do the task. But I feel like once you're there, it's so much easier because you know who the who the fuck wants to be out in the cold? This is what I said about rugby last year. I was thinking to myself, I was um sitting at Gosford Station, which is a train station. I know we have a couple of international viewers. We have so Gosford Station is just like a local train station. Um, And I was sitting at Gosford Station, you know, waiting for, it was cold, like cold as shit, probably like 14 degrees, 15 degrees with a wind. So it felt very, very cold. I'm wearing like a hoodie, my long skins, I have my sports bag over my shoulder, uh, earphones in listening to a podcast. And, you know, I enjoy podcasts a lot, but... I don't think anything could get me excited about going down and exerting myself for two hours and then having another 90 minutes back. So you've got that 90 minutes there, two hours to actually um, train and commit to that physical exertion, which is going to be difficult and going to be competitive. And then you've got that 90 minutes home. And then after that, you're still kind of awake because, you know, I'm an idiot and I drink, I drank fucking a monster energy straight after the training zero sugar by the way I drink the monster energy straight after training so I'm bouncing around beaming at 11.45 um, and you know you're going to you know you're going to wake up at 5.30 the next morning because that's when the sun comes up you know that's a less than ideal situation and I think that's part of what's made me grateful um, for not having to do that now for this year obviously next year it's probably going to be a similar thing but you know this year I don't have to which I'm very grateful for you know, because it's just so demanding on the body and more so the mind. It's very, very difficult to get yourself motivated, especially when you see everyone going home. You know, you see, you know when you left uni there was only half an hour left and people were going home and having dinner and resting up. Um, And you knew that you had, shit, you had another six hours left in the day, an easy six hours Um, That was a very, very difficult time because, you know, a new environment, new training, you know, new people to train with, cold as shit. You know, I don't care what anyone says. If you prefer, you know, night training in winter over afternoon training, I don't know if we can be friends because it is just, I hate night training. I genuinely do hate night training because it's the end of the day and it's probably the hardest bit of your day. You know, you've worked all, you've done whatever the fuck you had to do all day, whether you go to a job or uni or whatever you do. And, you know, the hardest bit is then going and exerting yourself. And and then I guess with the travel as well, you know that the day is not done yet. You know there's still a 90 hour, I mean, sorry, a 90 minute trek home. And that is demoralizing. Genuinely, that is demoralizing. But the trek there is the worst. Jesus Christ, you know, you when you have to change trains and it's freezing cold and your, your teeth are literally, you know, chattering because they're so it's just so cold and you get onto an empty train and you're the only person in the carriage and you just think to yourself, what the fuck is going on here? Why am I doing this? Um, but then I guess you derive some satisfaction out of it. You know that other people aren't doing it uh, and I guess you know, you do derive some satisfaction from that. So, you know, that's the main bit. My coaching gig starts in a couple of weeks and I'm fucking keen for that, man. I'm really, really excited for that. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it. I'm back to... No, I did mention it. I'm back to 13s, which I'm looking forward to. Looks like they have a really good team coming through. Uh, Really looking forward to, you know, coaching them. I like. I actually really like doing, you know, some... I like doing extras with the boys, so, uh, you know, a couple of a few a few of them like goal kickers or line out throwers want to stay after training, want to do extra passing, extra kicking. I really fucking appreciate that because I would have loved that when I was younger. You know, would be someone older than me, um, to even just kick the ball back to me when I was practicing my kicking. You know, that would have been nice, because for me, I remember you know, some of my memories is of uh, finishing training and. You know, I couldn't go home yet because I had to satisfy in my mind kicking. And I just, I fucking loved that, man. I Like there's a sick part of me that loves, Um, I love the idea that I'm doing what, what everyone else isn't. And I think that's where you get confidence from is you get confidence from just putting in the time in anything. Because, you know, practice does make perfect. So, and I guess perfection isn't really an attainable thing. But the closer you are, the less failure you're going to see. So, you know, I got satisfaction out of that. But I'll tell you what, when you're kicking by yourself and you have one ball and it's a kick, chase, kick, chase, bring it back, your legs are tired by five kicks, especially when you're finished with a two-hour training session. Um, but, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Really, not much has happened this week whatsoever sports-wise. So I'd normally give a bit of a report on that, but not much has happened. I'm actually – oh, currently live, I think – UFC Fight Night Austin, I think, is happening. So just got to see. I think Sage Northcutt's fighting right now. So I'm just going to check it. Oh, Sage Northcutt defeated Uh Gooty via unanimous decision. Wow. Um. So that's, you know, Sage Northcutt. They're building him up. Uh, you just need to search this guy, and he looks like a superhero. He truly does, but he's only 21 years old, you know. So I think that's... I think he has so much time. Think about that. He's 21 and he's been in the UFC for about two years. He's been there since he was 19. How insane is that? Uh, So I think that takes him to 10 and two now, which is, you know, a pretty good record. 10 and two. uh, Maybe he'll be ranked soon, but who knows? Uh, I'm just hoping Cowboy Cerrone gets a win. Uh, He's on a three fight uh, losing streak, pardon me. And, Man, I'm really, really rooting for him to get a win. I think he's a great fighter and has a great character. Uh, but we've been going for about 20 minutes. I'm so- Look, guys, I'm sorry. That this has been a bit of a rambly episode. There's just been a few things um, I needed to sort of address in my mind, and the podcast is a good way of doing so. I've actually entitled this Don't Know because I literally did not know what I was going to call this. I didn't know if I was going to talk for 10 minutes or 20 minutes. We're closer to 20 minutes now. Um but, you know, I'd love to hear some ideas from you guys, what you want to see. I'm looking at having people on, man. But I just, you know, people need to fucking interest me. Do you know what I mean? Like, for, to have someone on. And I mean, like, interest. it's not hard to interest me. Like, be a mate or be a friend of mine and we can just shoot the shit for an hour or so. Um, But I look at so many people and I guess there's like, quote unquote, public figures and people who are well-known on social media who live on the coast. And it's like, fuck me. Like, I, I, I literally just have no, I have no interest in talking to fake cunts. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, this is, th- this says in the description, the realest podcast you listen to and you can't have fake pricks on this. So, um, but you guys are the real, the real MVPs. So uh, I want to thank you guys for listening and I'll catch you guys in the next one.